0: Hello and welcome to Wheel Life, the first episode of Pop-Up Gym's new podcast. I'm Drew, the founder of Pop-Up Gym, and I'm here today with Yvonne Bell, one of our trustees. Hello there. Today we're just going to be talking about what's going on at Pop-Up Gym, and we've got an interview with Ant and his wife Angelina, one of our new members, and we've also got an interview with Leif, who's the founder of Newcastle Wheelchair Rugby. So I'll leave you with Yvonne, who's going to give you an update on what's going on at the gym.
1: Okay, just a few things. Um, We've been open for about a year now and uh, obviously we're delighted in that. And What we've done is we've tried to adapt and change things along the way as we needed to. One of the changes we've decided to make is um, the name, or at least part of the name, the slogan. So our tagline is now Pop-up Gym, making exercise wheelchair accessible. Now, with the diversity of people we've had coming into the gym, we began to realize that it's not all about spinal injury, and we didn't want to discourage anyone who wasn't spinally injured, but actually did use a wheelchair. Also, price changes. At the time that we opened, we had no idea what we should charge for our services. And by the end of the first 12 months, we felt we were just a little bit undervaluing ourselves. So we've increased the prices slightly. £15 per hour for a one-to-one with Mike, £10 per half hour with him, but membership has stayed the same at £20. These prices we feel are still fair, um, although they are heavily subsidised by the gym. Now, since we set up as a charity in 2016, we've had a few big donations and lots of support from other organisations, charities and individuals. Um, This year actually started off with a great kickstart to our funding with promises of support from at least three different places. The first of which was Newcastle City Golf Club and the the club captain has nominated uh, pop-up gym as his charity for 2019, meaning that the fundraising that they do through that year uh, will come to us. Also, Cornerstone's thrift shop and cafe at Sheriff Hill Methodist Church we'll be raising money from the sales in their shop and cafe, which will all go to us. So that's great. Um, and also, um, Irwin Mitchell Law Firm in, New- in Newcastle have nominated us as their charity of the year. We'll tell you a little bit more later on another episode about the thrift shop and the golf captain's um, participation in the gym in the next episode. But for now, we're just going to focus a little bit on Irwin Mitchell. The way they work is that their staff get behind a charity every year and do various fundraising events throughout the year, culminating in a grand ball in the autumn. There'll be some match funding from head office and fundraising will be varied. So as soon as we have any word on their activities, we'll be sure to let you know and see if any of you members or any members and family want to come and join in. Over to you, Drew.
0: Okay, so I'd like to just let you know about an event that's coming up in aid of Pop-Up Gym. So there's going to be a salsa dancing event. Um, salsa with Gregory Abuna, and uh, that's to support the gym. And that's going to be at Toby Carberry in the city of Sunderland, uh, Durham Road, SR2 7RB. And that's at uh, 7.45 till 11 on Friday the 15th of February. Unfortunately the event was set up before we were uh, uh, chosen to be the charity uh, that they we're going to fundraise for so it's not accessible but if anyone's family members or friends or you know caregivers or personal assistants want to go along and support the gym and do a bit of salsa dancing and um, yeah get involved so that's again that's uh, on the 15th of February next we've got Leith Abdoa coming from the Newcastle wheelchair rugby team going to be doing an interview with him but first we're gonna play a tune by one of our members called Ian Laidler, this is a song he wrote himself and he's gonna be on the next episode getting interviewed about his music and his experience at pop-up gym. So without any further ado this is uh, Ian Laidler with his song That Old Guitar Sound.
2: Brother I'm a singer Yeah, I'm alive tonight I've been down on my look But there's the turn of the tide I know
0: was our pop-up gym member Ian Laidler with his song, That Old Guitar Sound. So I'm here with Laith Abdullah, the founder of Newcastle Wheelchair Rugby, and he's just going to tell us a little bit about the sport of wheelchair rugby and uh, everything about the team. Hi Laith, how you doing?
3: Hi Drew, thanks uh, thanks for inviting me down here. I'm good, thanks.
0: Good, Um, yeah, so could you just tell us a little bit about why you decided to start the team and then um, maybe a little bit about... How wheelchair rugby works, uh, the rules and stuff like that.
3: So I was paralysed two and a half years ago, and whilst at James Cook, um, the Bulls came in and did a, a bit of a, a sort of showcase for us one Wednesday afternoon, uh, and I got to try try the sport for the first time. Then um, I used to play rugby before, so that was actually a game that I enjoyed uh, playing, and uh, a few of us patients managed to get in a chair and, and play a game. Um, and that was the first time I tried it. And having played rugby before, it was a game that I, you know, knew I enjoyed. And although the game is very different from conventional rugby because it's not played with a, a rugby ball, it's played with a ball that more resembles a volleyball. Uh, and also, you don't have to pass backwards, and you don't put the ball down on the ground to score a try. It's actually um, you score a, a try by getting two of your wheels over the, the try line, any two wheels. Um, so probably about maybe six months eight months after coming out of hospital um, we had some we ran some taste sessions and tried to get along other people who were either recently injured or had been injured for quite some time to come along and try it and uh, we, we, we struggled for quite a few months to get people along um, but finally you know after persisting you know six months on from the initial sessions we we had enough of, of a group to, to train every Wednesday evening. And we've decided that we'd form a, a team and start entering. So um, we are now uh, we have eight chairs, uh, and we have them pretty much filled every every Wednesday evening. If we're at lower numbers, you know, one of the the um, volunteers or you know one of the parents can actually jump in a chair to make other numbers. But the game that we're playing is five on five, um, and it involves um, defending by using the chair to block other chairs. Um, with with a front that's called a pick, so you pick a player, uh, and also carving a path, which more resembles American football, carving a path so somebody can actually move, run with the ball, um, and score a try.
2: Cool. Uh,
0: it sounds um, sounds like it's kind of a cross between rugby and American football in a way, a bit more fluid than American football, but like with uh, some other sort of movement and tactics, I guess.
3: Absolutely true. It is. It's actually more of a. It's more resembling uh, American football, with uh, handball, uh, and netball, and basketball, because we can bounce the ball and we can throw the ball forward. Um, and um, yeah, it's about creating a, you know a, a pathway if you like for somebody to run with the ball in the way that the uh, the quarterback would do in American football. So it is a real big big um, merge of different sports. So if someone
0: is uh, freshly out of the hospital or if they've been injured for a while how would they go about getting into wheelchair rugby? Do they need any specialist equipment or can they just come down and uh, try it out?
3: Absolutely they need nothing, they just need to rock up and uh, or what we'd normally do if somebody was freshly out of hospital we may suggest they actually watch um, the first training session just to, to get a feel for, for what it is that we're doing uh, because you know there are some hits we would probably take it gently um, with anyone new fresh out of hospital but uh, what we would do is we would get them in a chair we'd give them the gloves they need and the tape to strap them on and really that you know you we don't need anything um, you know people come up in ca- casual sportswear uh, and then we actually provide the gloves and uh, any inner tubes that burst we provide them on the night too Cool.
0: so um, I was talking to you earlier and you were mentioning Newcastle Falcons uh, what's the potential involvement with them in the near future
3: well we've been having discussions with the falcons now for quite some time um, probably at least six uh, six months or so and uh, it's looking very promising they've actually said to us last week that we can proceed um, and enter the competitions as the Falcons we need to have that you know sort of signed off officially but um, when we start entering uh, tournaments in May Uh, And over the summer from May to August, three tournaments, we are going to be called uh, Newcastle Falcons, uh, Wiltshire Rugby, which is great. Uh, There are some other national leagues, teams out there who've got the backing of their premiership rugby clubs, such as Saracens and uh, Leicester Tigers. And um, so we're we're going to be really proud to have the, the Falcons brand behind us and uh, the really good thing there is that the corporate sponsors that are linked to the falcons are going to uh, hopefully be able to provide some financial support and backing um, you know, to our team as we go forward so it's all looking very promising dude.
0: yeah fantastic uh, so lastly if somebody wants to come down can you just give us a bit of info about you know where you meet how to get in contact and all that stuff
3: absolutely yeah that's, that's great we um, we play, we train on a Wednesday evening uh, between 7 and 9, so it's two hours. So we generally try and get people to come along a few minutes before, so we've got time to get in the chairs and make full use of that two hour slot. Um, it's a Percy Headley, um, the, not the, the Forest Lawn site, but the, the one on West Lane, um, and by all means they can either contact uh, me directly, and uh, my number uh, will, is on, the, on the, um, the Facebook page, but also, you know, if they want to get, contact us through you, through Pop up Gym, that would be great too. Um, so yeah, we're really after anybody, no matter what their disability is um, and, uh, you know, how, how old their, their, their uh, injury is. We're, we're an all-inclusive club. We've got female players playing. We've got able-bodied players training with us as well, um, and a whole range of different uh, injuries. Um, so we're, we're really keen to grow the club, and um, you know we've got our first tournament coming up uh, this this summer. So it would be great to to get a few more team members along um, and, and get more people playing the sport.
0: Fantastic! Well, it sounds like you've really achieved a lot already in your short amount of time that you've been going, and just well done for getting it set up. And you're kind of doing the same as what we're doing with the gym. We're just tr- both trying to create something where people can come and socialise and. A bit of fitness training, so uh, well done for that. And I'm sure we'll have plenty of our members come to test it out. And if not, we'll uh, be watching some of your games later on when you get started for the tournament. So thanks a lot for coming in late. And um, yeah, that's uh, the end of it.
3: And thank you, uh, Drew, as well, because obviously I know that you provided uh, the team with our training tops, which are branded up with Pop Up Jim and Uma Mitchell. Um, so we really appreciate that your support there, and I think you've done a fantastic job as well of setting up the pop-up gym, um, because coming out of hospital two and a half years ago, there was there was nothing but you know a normal conventional gym, which doesn't really cater for you know for spinal cord injury patients. And I found the pop-up gym was fantastic for me to to, to get myself strong again and fit again. So well done you with pop-up gym, and we hopefully look forward to running the, the two brands side by side.
0: Yeah, definitely. We hope to um, have some more you know sponsorship and we'll get you some more t-shirts that actually fit soon as well all right well cheers Laith and I'll speak to you again soon and uh, get an update on how the team's going and again that was Laith Abdullah the founder of Newcastle Wheelchair Rugby so the next section of the podcast is the section where we interview one of our gym members or a member of staff today we're interviewing one of our new members Anthony Softley and his wife Angelina
1: I'm with uh, Anthony softly today who's been a member of Pop Up Gym for about a month now. Hi Anthony. Hi yeah. Um where are you from?
4: I'm from Washington.
1: I'm from Washington so not far today. You so no, to, to travel. Yeah. Um okay can you just tell me a little bit about um obviously you come to the gym because mm-hmm. you're actually in a wheelchair. Yeah. Why are you in the wheelchair?
4: Uh, I had a, a motorbike accident. It was a uh, only do for pleasure on a weekend racing bikes and uh, I had an accident. Up at Slaley Hall, and it uh, in the accident, I fractured my spine T3 mm-hmm. and, and dislocated it, which stretched the cord. Okay, yeah.
1: So it was this, this sort of, um, it wasn't a complete spinal cord. It, it wasn't
4: broken, but it was uh, it was stretched enough to make it a complete injury. All
1: oh, right, so it works out yeah. that way. Yeah. So, and what was your life before that? I mean, did you work?
4: Yeah, I worked you? as an engineer, mm-hmm. and uh, and I used to play out on a weekend.
1: I've actually
5: got uh, your wife with you here
4: so you can
1: tell me everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, <it's> nice to <laughs> yes so
5: we've got three children so yeah. we just had a normal family life really and on the weekend Anthony and sometimes the boys used to do, well they did more lacrosse mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was what we did as a family really for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. So after your, was this a few years ago?
4: The accident? Mm-hmm. No it was only in September. Oh, was it? So it's very, very, yeah. very recent. Yeah.
1: Um, then obviously I, t- I take it you went into hospital yeah, for, went, for a went, long time? Or? I was
4: in the RVI for a month and then I was transferred to James Cook at Middlesbrough.
1: And was that for sort of rehab? It was, yeah. 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 Uh, and what did they, what were they trying to get out of that? Was it?
4: It's just getting you to cope with life really after the accident. Mm-hmm. So they get used to transferring and looking after yourself. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So now, I mean, I can ask the pair of you, life has changed, hasn't it? Oh, yes, yeah, it's changed
4: quite considerably. Yeah.
1: And, you you know, from your point of view, it's a big change for you because you will be, I suppose, at first, a bit of caring and...
5: Yeah, it was a big shock at first, but then um, we just realised that you can do everything you used to do before just in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I care now when we come to the gym mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So, So how did you get to come here?
4: Uh, we heard through the James Cook, there's a couple of people mentioned it, and it was also in a magazine that we're seeing that uh, able, Able. all right. So, it was talked about there, yeah. And I heard about it in the RVI as well. Mm -hmm. I think it was only the second day I was in, Mm -hmm. you you heard about it.
1: So, Mm -hmm. when you um, you first came, you had probably induction, and yeah. You probably had no idea what you were coming to, did you?
4: No, no, no.
1: So on your first day, um, Mike would have done an induction with you, and did you feel then that that you kind of knew what you wanted to get out of the gym? Did yeah. Were you into um, into fitness before that? You must have. Had yeah, to I be was quite. quite I was
4: quite fit uh-huh. beforehand. Mm-hmm. I had done a little bit of gym in the past, but it just felt comfortable being here because uh-huh. everybody's in the same boat here, and it just okay. it just felt relaxed and yeah. and it was more what i wanted to do really
1: so how does it work for you now do you book in every every i week?
4: normally come three times a week oh dear that's yeah. quite
1: a lot uh-huh. and do you spend your time doing your own thing or do you get a bit of mic
4: yeah up? i normally book one session with mike and then i'll do my own thing for a couple of days mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: that's like a normal
5: gym
4: yeah it's like yeah. 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 just yeah, really right.
5: nice being here i think it's yeah. social as well is doing exercise yeah. it's nice for me to come as well because you get to talk to partners of mm-hmm. other people in the same situation mm-hmm. so yeah. and all the staff are lovely
1: mm-hmm yeah. Really yeah. Helpful. Well, it's it's very helpful
4: very
5: lucky
1: to get uh, the, the people that we've got that
5: and
1: to be
4: local to us as well
5: yeah we're lucky it's local that where yeah. we can come yeah it's only yeah. 20 minutes
4: isn't
5: it yeah, so, yeah. and when did you come out
4: it was uh, 20th of December
1: so you haven't been out long no, have
4: no. You? I was lucky to get off for Christmas
1: yeah, uh-huh. yeah right well thank you for thanks that thanks very much it's, uh, it's good to um, to hear how, how it's working out with you and mm-hmm. uh, long may it continue
0: yeah thanks um, very much to finish up the show today we're going to have the sports roundup. Um the sports for this week is the pop-up gym fantasy football league still at the top of the league we've got our uh, gym member Stephen Clough who is leading by 16 points at the minute and second place we've got Matthew Nicholson and then yours truly in third I've had a few climbers this week Of Stephen Oliver and Jacob Griffiths both climbing up the league and uh, John Batley dropping down to sixth. Kevin Wilkinson is still middle of the table um, a good 100 points behind the leaders in seventh position and then we've got Ian Laidler with Men United in ninth. Paul Gilmore's dropped down to 10th this week. Phil Giles and Sam Beercroft stay in 11th and 12th. And then Dominic Trotters climbed up to 13th. Rude Man Nickelroy, that's Joey, the landlord. He's uh, still in the relegation zone in 14th place. So uh, that's the roundup for the fantasy football This week, there's some big games going on in football. We're going to see if Man United can carry on their winning streak against uh, Burnley. And then uh, you've got Wolves against West Ham, Huddersfield, Everton, Fulham, Brighton, and Arsenal, Cardiff. So we'll see how that affects the fantasy football scores. And that's pretty much it from the podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we're going to end today with the theme tune for the podcast which is Antonio A. Lopez and the song is called, A Simple Life.
6: Don't get so busy being, that you forget to be. Don't get so blinded by what you're seeing, that you forget to see. If you're feeling, well then feel. If you're healing, well then heal. It's a simple, simple life. Don't get so busy loving that you forget to love. Don't get so blinded by what's in front of you that you forget what's above. I meant it and I mean it. I dreamt it and I dream it. It's a simple, simple life. than fail if you're healing, well then heal, it's a simple, simple life. Don't get so busy loving that you forget to love, don't get so blinded by what's in front of you that you forget what's above, I'm it and I'm it. Dreamt it and I dream it It's a simple, simple life